This is the Pirate Radio Podcast. And welcome into the Pirate Radio Podcast. I am Shirley Rhodes on January 15th. Clip Brock welcomed former ECU football player and coach Jason Nichols to the show to talk about the NFL playoffs and, of course, the ever-revolving coaching carousel in college football and in the NFL. Jason Nichols is back with us. Jason, as you said when you walked through the doors, I'll say back to you, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We haven't seen you this year. I know, man. I've been a busy fella here the last few weeks. I've been around. Been around. uh, Good to have you back in the studio. Yes, sir. Talk some football with you. A lot to talk about. Um, We'll start with the NFL because all three of us are looking for a head coach for our favorite nfl (laughs) team right now (laughs) that's not a good sign (laughs) commanders panthers and uh and falcons so what uh who you hearing for the Falcons search man bill belichick for some reason is the name i keep hearing for the falcons and you know i don't I, i guess i mean let's face it now we've seen what bill is without a quarterback yeah you know, so that's what I'm I mean. with you. I, I I think you're saying without saying it. I'm not interested in him joining the Commanders. No. Yeah. Who do you want? Who's on your radar? Who's on my radar? Well, I mean, I think you got to go up and look at the guy with Detroit, right? The offensive coordinator yeah. up there that's that's doing a heck of a job. I think you got to interview him, uh, Steve Wilkes. I think you got to interview him. He's doing a great job out there with Sam Fran. Man, if he comes back to the division and starts beating the Panthers, <laughs> I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> Well, they still got a chance to get them too now. I mean, ah, we'll you know, see. I don't know. I don't, I don't, you know, but uh, yeah, that owner. I don't. You know, it's a lot been going on yeah. over there with the Panthers, it's man. Bad. So you know, it's a lot out there. I don't. I can't tell you. I mean, Mike Vrabel. I mean, see. you know, why wouldn't you take a guy like that? I mean, because he's in the same scenario. If he has a quarterback, he he's probably still in a job. Yeah, no doubt. Jason, the last uh, Falcons game of the year, you had the blow up at the end with Blank and Dennis Allen apologizing because uh, the Saints players went rogue and got <laughs> Jamal Williams a touchdown. And again, there are so many layers to that. There is the the running up the sto- the score there's the players kind of going against the coach's wishes and doing their own thing and then the coach coming out afterwards and telling everybody that that's what happened so there's like different parts to it i guess first i'll ask you about the the dennis allen part and everybody i've talked to players or coaches in sports have said they had no problem with dennis allen coming out and saying hey I, they went against what i said yeah um they did have an issue with that happening because it shows that they don't respect him enough to 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 do what he says. But what what was your take on that part of it? Yeah, I didn't see it. I, I kind of tuned the Falcons out down the stretch, Understood. but I did <laughs> see the highlights. I heard about it. Uh, it was crazy. Um, you know, I, I, listen. At the end of the day. Uh, those guys go over there and, and they got second team guys just like you know anybody else that, that has practiced or whatnot. But I think they did it out of a uh, victory formation, right? right? Yeah. So that was a little bit of a trickery there. So uh, now if you line up and, and you run a normal play and you score on it, so be it. Tip your hat off to them. Uh, it, it just did show a lot about what Jameis Winston is doing over there, you know, as far as respecting the coach. That, there's something not right about that as well. Yeah, and uh yeah, I guess Dennis Allen will be back next year. If you're the Saints, do you say, "All right, James, we can't have that. You got to go." Like, what? Well, what are these postseason uh, exit meetings like right now in that in that room? I'm sure James Winston's going. They're going to have a conversation with him. Yeah, I mean, he's replaceable. He's a backup. If they can go out there and get another quality veteran backup, 
they'll probably do that all right we got another touchdown josh allen has hooked up with both of his tight ends here in the first quarter knox got the first one kincaid gets that one and it is 14 to nothing buffalo because they did call that uh that george pickens a catch and fumble so the bills up 14 nothing early we'll stick uh with nfl uh with you here jason uh playoff so far we've had four playoff games played three somewhat blowouts and then uh, a great one last night uh but biggest topic is the cowboys yeah getting there winning the division home game big favorites and get blasted by the patriots that was very disappointing by the packers Packers. yeah that was that was disappointing man because i'm I'm starting to buy into that whole stephen a deal about uh dak prescott he just can't perform when the game is is too big yeah i mean you see it you know once or twice and say oh he just had a bad game at a bad moment but right now uh i don't know it looks like when the pressure's on he's he's not as good of a quarterback and you think mike mccarthy is employed by thursday you know what last last night i said they're gonna they're gonna probably fire that guy yeah but um maybe they're gonna sit down and let you know let the 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 talking minds come together and say hey are are we doing the right thing are we on the right track you know and and, let's face it too um you know, it's just it's a tough decision, but if they talk about winning Super Bowls, I mean, right. you can't win it when you're losing in the first round all the time. It's all, it reminds me a little bit of the Ryan Day situation, where he's just winning every game pretty much, except when Michigan. it matters the most. And yeah. he's too good to fire him. I think that's a little different. I don't know if McCarthy's too good to fire him, but he's too good to fire him, but also you can't truly get behind him because he hadn't taken you. To that promise. To the next line. level. Yeah. Well, it's it's like, well, they say where he's tw- he's twelve and five, what, the last three years, correct? So he's good enough to get you to the playoffs. Yeah. You can't even have a shot at winning it if you're not in the playoffs, but once you get in the playoffs, he's not able to take you to the next level. Now maybe the Cowboys hire Belichick as the as a playoff <laughs> head coach. Maybe they yeah. Yeah, McCartney does the regular season and bring Belichick in in the playoffs. There you go. <laughs> okay. Let's yeah. ask Jason the question that we uh brought up last week. Would you rather your team make the playoffs and lose in the first round or stink all year and get a top five pick? God, that's a good question, man. Um, what pick do the Falcons have? Do you know off the top of your head? I do not. Eight, I'll look eight or nine, yeah, somewhere okay. in there. So they got a top ten pick. Um, well, if you're good enough to get into the playoffs, obviously you probably got some good pieces around you, so you're probably not that far off. If you stank it up all year, yeah, you can go out and get a good pick, but does it guarantee you success? You know, that's the thing about draft picks. That's why I said I want to make the playoffs because my team's had plenty of top five picks and we don't have much to show for it, being the commander. So I'd rather get in. Although I said to Chandler, because Chandler said he'd rather have the top five pick. Mm -hmm. I said after sitting back yesterday laughing at the cowboys and all the text i got and all the fun i had you know it wasn't too bad not being in the playoffs <laughs> it was kind of it was a fun sunday for me so i enjoyed that what well you? well chandler you guys could have had the first pick he played yesterday <laughs> yeah he played uh pretty darn good too yeah uh, yes. What day was it? Was it Saturday or Saturday? Saturday. Okay, yeah. He Man, he was on fire. C.J. Stroud, 16-21, 274, three touchdowns. Now, some of those were catch and runs, but he's done enough this year. He's, he's rookie of the year. No doubt. Nearly offensive player of the year. I mean, he Could has be. been awesome. And, uh, and how about the Texans rolling it up? Joe Flacco. 
two pick sixes, the mm. really backbreakers. The there. magic ran out. Magic ran out. He he showed his true colors, I guess. <laughs> you know, I hate that. I'm already looking ahead. Like I feel like we're gonna get some bad games next week. I hope I'm wrong, but I could see the Ravens taking it to the Texans, and I could certainly see the 49ers uh, just crushing the Packers. Packers. Hope I'm wrong, but kind of sets up for uh, some games that may not be that attractive. I mean, and this was one right here that's probably going to get bad. They just uh, got another fourth down, had to punt it away. Wow. Steelers punt back to the uh, Bills, already up 14 nothing. All right, um, also over the weekend – the Dolphins were not ready to handle that cold. So, Jason, I, you saw my tweet. I had asked some, <laughs> several players, and we had uh, Jack Powers, a linebacker, said uh, he would he would load up on Vaseline. He's played in some cold games. Uh, we had Bryce Williams, who said he would go shirt to the biceps, but that's it. Uh, and Jason said, I'm going double undershirt because <laughs> Mama didn't raise no fool. What's that? Do you remember uh, the coldest game you played in, Jason? Wow. I know the coldest one that I've coached in, uh, played in, probably Cincinnati. Okay. I think we went up there one time and it was pretty darn cold. Uh, never really played in, no, Virginia Tech. We played in a blizzard up there in, in Blacksburg. Oh, Ellerby was, yeah, was talking about that as a fan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I'm talking about it, it. The wind was blowing this way, so I was a punt returner. So they could be punting like from over there. And I lined up way over here because the wind was going to blow it over that <laughs> yeah. way. And and the thing about it was, I think prior to that week, the, the previous week, we played down in Miami. So you go from 75 mm. and 80 degrees to a darn blizzard. How'd y'all do in that game? We lost. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> a little too cold that, that day. We lost. Uh, too cold for the Dolphins the other night. Chiefs uh, got going and... Kelsey woke up, but he also still had a few drops. Like he had seventy for seventy something. Could have had eleven for a hundred and some. Uh, it was uh, Rasheed Rice who had a hundred yards, one hundred thirty yards, and a touchdown for Rice. As uh, that offense got going, the defense has been good pretty much all year, and the Dolphins uh, go out with a whimper. Jason. Yeah, you know, that's been the M.O. this year, though, right? When you look at their whole body of work, they against good teams, they've struggled. And versus bad teams, they were superior. So that's a little bit of a character flaw. That's kind of like being a bully. Um, and they got bullied. You know, that weather out in Kansas City was was the bully itself. And, and that's the downside of probably – that's why you want to get home field advantage if you're the Miami Dolphins, right? Yep, you fight for the home field so you don't have to go play in cold weather. Shirley has brought that up a time or two, that they had that opportunity against the Bills the yeah. final week of the regular season. and squandered it yep. and uh and that's and now that's why buffalo's getting this nice home game right now yeah. uh instead of the dolphins all right um and then what a game last night uh talking about rookies earlier puka nakua nine catches 181 yards and wow. a touchdown <laughs> in a loss wow. uh to the lions last night uh, credit to the rams though i i had them going in the playoffs chandler did you hear about that oh, i picked I them before the season i okay. did yeah i did um but not many people had them there good for the lines though uh for their fans to celebrate the first home playoff win ever at ford field they will have another home game next week did you see their locker room celebration dan campbell gave a game ball to uh to brad holmes the gm yes and uh, and also to Jared Goff, of course, because you had those storylines, a lot of Rams lines crossover. But man, it was uh, really cool to see them celebrate and 
a few tears flowing and you know i I, we all like an underdog story right jason so to see the lions do that at home last night move on they'll get another home game maybe against philly that'll be a fun game next week uh but how about detroit's win last night huge um doesn't surprise i tell you what that guy right there has done a heck of a job you know because he went into a place that has had a history of losing and it's hard to break that history sometimes because you know players get into certain moments of the game and they say oh this is where it normally goes wrong and and so to go in there and be able to flip that that mindset over over the last three years he's done a heck of a job and uh, and I tell you what, man, he's he's he should be coach of the year, if not the guy from the Houston Texans. Yeah, you know, one of those guys should too. be uh, coach of the year for sure. Jason Nichols joining us in the Pirate Radio Studios. Let's get a break in as we go to break. Charles Askew wants to ask you a question, Chandler. If a kid wants to learn long snapping, where are these camps that you were talking about earlier? RubioLongSnapping.com. So just check him out, Chris Rubio, Alex Harper. I believe has gone to some of those camps. So RubioLongSnapping.com. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, everywhere. Two proud Rubio alums Ah. right here in the park. No? We can talk about it later. A Monday night, uh, Monday playoff doubleheader. Uh, You got the Eagles and Bucks coming up tonight. Chandler's lock of the week. Chandler is bullish on the Eagles. Eagles. You're not worried about how they ended the season. You think they roll tonight? No, Look at Jason's face. He's like, are you serious? I just want to see what he's going to (laughs) say. Nah, I think it's a new season, and I think – I just don't believe in Baker Mayfield and the Bucs. I don't know. I just it's, I it's more about the Bucks than it and is like the they're Eagles the least almost. hated team in my division. But I just don't see it happening. I don't see them getting it done tonight against the Eagles. I, I saw too Come much. To the <laughs> Thank you, definitely. <laughs> I've seen too much um, like issues with the Eagles more than anything, and hey. the the body language, the AJ Brown situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, upstanding the quarterback and all that type stuff, man. I mean, it, it's it's something going on there off the field more so than what's going on on the field. Right. And we talk about it in sports, and it's so easy for us to say it. But Jason, you have lived it as a coach and player. The old flip the switch thing, like like LeBron can do it in the NBA, but that's a that's a different game than football. You're only right. counting on four other people, and then, mm-hmm. all, but. That, I think that's the question for the Eagles. Are we going to just ignore what we've seen the last month and a half and say the switch is flipped and they'll be fine? That's You're saying, no, you can't ignore that. No, you can't because that's, that's just the – you know that's the adage that they say you can flip the switch, but man, you you got you are who you are, yeah. you know. And uh, you know AJ Brown is not going to play in this game uh, because of a knee injury, which is you know you got to question what's going on there because I saw or heard something this week where he deleted all his Philadelphia stuff oh, off boy. his uh, uh, Twitter or something yeah. like that, Instagram, right? That that to me says I'm angry, I'm upset, you know, it's not going my way, and I'm gonna throw a, a fit about it. To Chandler's point, the Eagles might not have to be at their best to beat the Bucks. Right. Now, it could catch up with them. If they say they sneak by, it'll catch up with them when they go to Detroit yes. and play the Lions. But Chandler's saying that uh, he's not giving any credit to Mayfield and Evans and that Bucks crowd. Yeah. I just, <laughs> they'll be rowdy. Those fans are rowdy. Yeah. Um, and they're just happy to host a playoff game. But I, I, I would say this. Here's another Florida team getting ready to go up north so it, it might be something with no 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 oh they're at home yeah tampa 
Oh, there. Because they won the division. Yeah. Oh, that's right. God, that was... your division. Yes. <laughs> they also okay. looked terrible in their last regular season game against my crappy Panthers. <laughs> did they? Yeah. The only scored. Did they points. bench it? Did they play all their starters, or did they put the other guys on the bench? Like, they had to win that game yeah. to win the division. Wow. So yeah, it was like nine to something. nine to zero. Right? Yeah. Zier. Zier. Uh Jason Nichols Zier. joined us all year long on the US Sailor fifth quarter call in show. The college football season has come to an end, Jason. It came to an end with the same team we saw to start the year, the Michigan Wolverines winning the championship. And you just use the phrase that you are what you are. They are what they are, and that is uh, they they bully you. They they beat you up front, and we got to see that them run the football uh, against the Washington Huskies. Man, you know what? I was watching that while I was down at the convention, and I thought there in the first quarter that that game was about to be a blowout. Mm -hmm. I was like, uh oh, this is about to be another ugly game. But give Washington some credit; they hung in there and was able to make something of a game out of that. But um, yeah, Michigan was real impressive i mean you know uh, from start to finish and they had a lot of adversity that uh, they had to fight through that tells you a lot about that team character and the fabric of that team and uh to their credit man it was their year they they would not be denied and you talked about up front and running the football but they also got to Penix and and yeah. rattled him and he was missing targets and that receivers were dropping the ball i just seemed like washington like you said had plenty of chances to stay in that game and win the game but they just were making a lot of mistakes well you, you just said something and that's what happens when quarterbacks start getting hit because mm-hmm. it even happened in the alabama game right mm-hmm. they, they oh, sacked man. that guy they about got him six early. times and yeah. it seems like alabama could not fix their protection uh they they made they forced him to slide protect and that one tackle will go block the guy off the edge and that backer would slip right in and they sacked the quarterback like five times doing that and i was like where's where's the hot throws like you know like i was so frustrated because i'm like come on man i know you gotta have an answer to this and they never did so to their credit man michigan did a great job of scouting people too because they scored on some plays oh, they did where they caught alabama in a lot of man coverage and guess what they snuck the back out crossed the formation into the flats and it was a touchdown and watching that game i was not saying this is nick saban's last game i was a little no. surprised at that uh jason so uh, my question is what is Alabama the next five years, ten years? Because we had this discussion, and we, we try to tell younger folks that, hey, Alabama has not always been what they are. <laughs> like Nick Saban took them into the stratosphere; they were bad to mediocre, you know, years Correct. before that. So, can they stay at this level? What do you think they look like the next decade? I, I, I think they're coming back to the pack anyway just because of NIL, mm-hmm. uh, that that has even the playing field now. It's not so much more about the recruiting factor as, as it is about, well, how much can you pay me? And if you get other programs that's willing to pay kids, uh, they're going to get good in a hurry. And I think that um, that might have been part of Nick Saban's deal. I know he didn't. He said he was, he didn't want to deal with the NIL and all that type stuff. But guess what? Nick Saban had a hard time winning in the NFL because it's even in the NFL. Everybody's <laughs> yeah. even. Yeah. But as long as you do a great job of dominating everybody on the recruiting trail at Alabama, you're always going to have the number one or two team in the country. And so that, that thing's coming back to the pack now. And um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think they'll be as dominant. I just, I really don't. And, you know, it's becoming, well, it's becoming even for the big boys, not even for Alabama and East Carolina. But if there still is a, 
an advantage and and there still can be a team to have a a dynasty quote unquote kirby smart's got to be licking his chops right now saying hey guys i'm around here for a while and we we got this thing rolling come on to georgia well he picked off one of the top recruiters off that staff and Tavares uh, uh, T-Rob that they took over there with him, Robinson. Mm. Uh, I thought I heard where the offensive coordinator was going over there as well. Did I hear that right? Tommy Reese? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if that was just, I read something now that was on the internet. You can't can't believe everything you see out there. But um, I mean, you know, yes. I mean, if if I'm George, I'm saying this is, we're going to strike while the fire's hot again, you know, and and let's face it now, they, I think they got the right coach at Alabama because that guy's been able to win wherever he's been. It was a very interesting hire. I was t- it's not like one of their own. They went kind of outside the family a little bit. They did. And you know what? <coughs> I, if you were in the family, I don't think you touched that job. Because if you don't live up to yeah. what he's done, I give it three years and you're going to be fired. Yeah. And nine and three and ten and two is not good enough. You know? <laughs> so... Um, you know that that is the deal with that guy. I think he can come in and hopefully. I mean, he he seems to he's done a heck of a job at Washington. He hopefully he's going to do the same thing there. Wow! Mason Rudolph throws a pick in the end zone, and the Bills get it back. Boy, the Steelers had it second and goal. They were knocking on the door, about to at least get three on the board, and Rudolph throws a oh, pick. Oh man! So fourteen nothing Bills. Buccaneer Music Hall School Board, and that's actually that's a really good play. But uh, what do you think about that one, Jason? Can't miss inside on an out route like that. It has to be high and outside. Okay. Uh, good ball skills by that DB though, because he got it. It was. His, it surprised him. I mean, it snuck up on him. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so good play there, Jason. Uh, we man, we loved having you around. The fans did too during our last season. Um, do you plan to be on the sideline somewhere next season? I do. Okay. I do. That's still in the plans That's for you? That's still in the plans. Got some stuff in the works, so we'll see what's going to happen here this week. All right. If and when that becomes official, we will uh, let you know on Pirate Radio social media and uh, and pass that along. But, yeah, we're, we're pulling for you, man. And I absolutely. We have, uh, we've learned a lot about football having you this, uh, this last year, so it's been fun. Well, I appreciate it. I enjoyed coming in. You guys kept me around the sport and definitely around the pirates and been able to follow those guys for a whole season so it was a pleasure of mine i really enjoyed it and speaking of the pirates they, they have been putting in the work this offseason which they have had to do uh bringing in a new offensive coordinator uh, some new staff and now we're starting to see the uh the transfer portal and the players roll in how about two quarterbacks jason man i tell you what i i mike houston and that staff has done a 360 with with this whole recruiting bit uh, which is impressive, all right? Um, they, to go get two quarterbacks, that that is saying we're not going to make that mistake again, right? Right, and and you can't because I mean in this in this profession, man, you if you have a quarterback, you got a chance. If you don't, it doesn't matter how well you play on defense and special teams and all that stuff. It's hard to go and beat people when you can't score points. So, uh, hats off to those guys, man. They've done a great job. I've seen where they've added a lot of different pieces uh, as far as the receivers and stuff that they've picked up too, and. Um, you know, they've done a great job all around, to be honest with you. Robert says we need a pirate radio collective to keep Jason. <laughs> How much NIL money would it keep, take you to come back for another year on the fifth quarter, Jason? On the fifth quarter? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it, there's not a dollar amount. I, you know, if, if, if 12 I. 12 wings a week. We got that. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
Now we need some cash money, though, to throw in there. Nah, I appreciate it. it, it I'll come back for free if I'm not, um, if I'm in between like an open week or something I'm, and I come in town or whatnot. I'll, yeah, I'll definitely want to keep in touch with you and talk some football with you, man. No doubt about that. The Bills turn Ooh. the end zone interception into a Josh Allen 52-yard touchdown run. They could have tackled him. Why didn't they tackle him, Jason? <laughs> uh, it's too cold. <laughs> it's too, too cold. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a lot of former players talk about that. Like you see who who wants to tackle and who doesn't want to tackle when that that weather dips. I'm telling you, and man. we saw some examples on that play. Ooh, it, it just stings so much more when a helmet hits your hand uh-huh. or the tip of that ball when you're a receiver and they zipping it in there. And I mean, it's. It's it's tough, man. It's it's big boy weather. How about that ball coming off uh, Butker's foot the other night? It just said it, it sounded and looked like a brick. Like it didn't <laughs> right. travel at all, really. Uh, but he was able to get him through yeah. for Kansas City. Mahomes' helmet cracking. God, that crazy? I mean, it was a real hole in his head oh, yeah. too. I was like, man. Jamie says, uh, "Is it fair that a running back can lower their head?" and do a helmet-to-helmet on a defender. A defender cannot do that. Well, there's supposed to be a rule, but I never see it called. It's it's not called a lot on offense. I might have seen that rule called one time yeah. since they put it into place. Me too, yeah. And I can't even remember what game I was watching when I saw it, but it's just tough because, I mean, as a running back, you're trying to lower your pad level. I mean, you're, you're trying to give them the least surface to hit as you can, you know, and so I don't know. It's not fair. Yeah, to answer your but question, life's not fair. <laughs> life's not fair. That is uh, that is not fair. All right, uh, big lead for the Bills. This one's about over. So uh, hopefully we'll get a good game tonight between the Bucks and the Eagles. Um, Jason, uh, the coaching carousel. Boy, sometimes it happens fast. You see, the Alabama Dominoes have already filled in with them getting a coach from Washington. Washington already adding a coach taking a little while longer here in the nfl as the playoffs are still going on uh but there's still a lot to be determined uh, with that carousel yeah you know i was talking to jonathan before i came in here and i said in college football that carousel is ran by one guy and one guy only it's jimmy sexton you know that whole caa crew Mm -hmm. is running college football all four of those guys that was involved in that alabama head coaching search were all his clients so three of them got pay raises and one of them got the job. What percentage do you think is with that particular outfit? It's a lot right yeah, now. Big, it's big. a lot. They're, they're doing a, a, a deal and it makes it tougher for guys like media jobs because they're going to use Jimmy Sexton to help fill the void, you know? And a lot of times, you know, um, they're trying, which is smart on their part because what he's saying is I'm going to put guys that I represent underneath you because if they become the next one down the road guess what they they'll they'll still be my client i'll still make more money so when when uh, a guy like nick saban retires guess what here's another sexton guy that's going in there so that i was looking for a connection to DeBoer. is that his name in alabama and i saw some comments during the show that the, they had the same agent. That's the only connection, right? That's that's the only connection you need. <laughs> okay. There you go. Well, that's the main one that matters. Well, good for Sexton, I guess. Sexton uh, is running the world right now. And bro. getting uh, getting some cash. The NFL uh, coaching carousel once again, because I, I... Look, I hope my commanders get Ben Johnson now. Uh, you mentioned his name early in the process, Chandler, and now I want that guy. Or yeah. I'll take Mike Vrabel any day of the week, too. Yeah. Uh, but those... 
this is going to go on a little longer with a lot of these coaches still in the playoffs, I guess. Well, especially the longer that, you know, guys like Detroit who played this this uh, first week. But I saw where other guys who had the open week, they were able to go out and interview, you know. So, um, yeah, would they announce that? They, they yeah. They, I, I was saying a hiring, like, because I, I thought I saw maybe the commanders talked to ben johnson this week i yes. don't know if that so they but, probably did yeah would they announce that or or seal the deal or wait till after their season over? you know um i think i've seen it where they have announced the guy but right now it just gives them more time to interview other guys to make yeah. sure that that is the guy that they want to go with too. and maybe they do like a, a handshake thing and mm-hmm. say hey when you're done we'll announce it we'll announce it yes yeah. a few minutes after you lose or whatever yep uh, Steelers already facing another third and long here. Let's see what they got, Jason. They're going to go. Ooh. Had a lot of guys protecting, and it didn't matter. No. Mason Rudolph is uh, having nightmares about this one so far. By the way, um, I don't know if he was in on that play, but Linville Joseph's still playing. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, is he with Buffalo right he's now? He's with Buffalo. Okay. We're in 93. He wasn't on that play. Yeah, he's probably not a third and long guy no. at this point. He's probably Run a stuff. first and yep. ten type of guy. That'd be great for Linville to get a, another ring at this point in his career. It sure would be. That'd be cool. Got a lot of uh, Pirates about to play some po- uh, some professional football. Jason Holt Naylor's in the UFL yep. uh, with the Renegades. C.J. Johnson will be with the D.C. Defenders. So starting to see uh, some Pirates get some pro opportunities. Yeah, that, that's a great opportunity for those guys to continue and show their, their ability, you know, to be able to – I saw with a guy, um, the returner for the Cowboys, Turpin. Oh, yeah. He had a good year. Had a good year, and he had a chance to play in those leagues to show people what he can do. And so for these guys like Houghton and C.J., it's a great opportunity to go play football and show people what you can do. In your talks uh, this offseason, have you talked to anybody from that league or from the NFL, or has it all been college for you? It's been college for me. Okay. You know, I, I, I want to stick around college. Although the NFL, like I said, man, that, that thing is becoming more interesting. It's just so hard to get into the NFL. You definitely got to have somebody who truly knows you that can get your foot in the door. And then once you can get your foot in the door, then, you know, you just got to go do what you got to do. If you get in there, you can stay in there a while. And it feels like Scotty Montgomery is going to be yeah. in there for the next 20, 30 years if he wants to. Yeah. Because his name keeps getting kicked around for, for bigger jobs. Well, and, you know, you got to think right now, Ben Johnson, right? He's going to probably get a head job. Well, now he's going to say, okay, who do I want to take with me? So a guy like Scotty could be, I want to come if I'm the coordinator. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now he can get that coordinator opportunity. And for NFL is a little bit different than most places because they, they will look at guys that – I mean, look at the linebackers coach with the uh, Patriots. He wasn't a coordinator. Yeah. But – they named him the head coach, just like uh, Pierce out with the uh, Raiders. He's, you know, but it typically takes that opportunity to be a coordinator to get your chance to take over a, uh, a job down the road. Uh, Jamie's asking what happens to Eric B. Enemy. Uh, maybe it's a Josh McDaniel situation where he gets a job, loses it, goes back to his old. Uh, could could go back to Kansas City. I, I don't know. Could I mean you you've seen that happen before, like yeah. you said with with Josh uh, McDaniels. But um, I don't know. I mean, you know, you know, you got that's why you got to strike while the iron's hot. 
and he probably waited a little too long to finally leave the nest. And I get it. He thought he could probably sit there and, and get a job. But, um, you know, man, one year you're great and you're a great coach, and the next year it takes one bad season or one bad thing, and you can't coach football anymore. And I think it'll still work out for him, but this is not hindsight. I thought it was a weird decision when he made the the move to Washington. Yeah. I felt like there was way more downside than there was upside. Well, I think if you sat there for the last three or four or five years that he's been the coordinator there at Kansas City and you've won a Super Bowl and everybody's saying you need to call it, you know, that's their excuse for not hiring you. Eventually you say, okay, well, maybe I got to go call this thing. And, you know, sometimes you don't get to pick the the right situation. You just got to pick the situation that presents itself to you. And um, and that's where he had to do. I mean, you know, if you're going to bet on anybody, you got to bet on yourself. You got to believe in what you're able to do, because uh, if you don't believe in you, nobody else will. Yeah. And again, I mean, he, he'll he'll be a coordinator at the least somewhere. He will. Yeah. He, he knows football. He's shown that he's been able to take a mediocre quarterback and at least make him, you know, pretty respectable out there on Sundays. But here again, it's what else does he have around him? You know? Yeah. We had a blocked field goal. Steelers uh, set up in a position to score again. We'll see what happens this time. Uh, Steve said he had 21 for his answer. And I'm looking at the YouTube, and now I see that. Do you not remember earlier he had like 39? I swear, because you said, uh, yeah. Yeah. We thought he was confused. But I see 21. So go ahead and write Steve 21, because I do see it in the chat. Okay. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Alex is very reluctant to do that. Um, did I tell you Andrew 24? I don't remember saying that, but that is also in this chat. I was told Andrew 14. What is going on? My goodness. Wait, is that a Facebook or YouTube? YouTube. Are, can people like edit their responses on YouTube? You can. You can? I, I don't know if you, you can, can do it. I don't know if you can do it during live chat, but you can edit your comments and stuff. Oh man! Is oh there no, dude! Season's going on. Uh oh. I, I don't know how to handle this because <laughs> things are getting a little bit fishy. I don't know what to do anymore. Let's call it a wait, wash and make wait. it an nil deal. What do you got, Chandler? Kenny, Kenny did say twenty-one, but then he said seven later. Y'all, why can't y'all just follow the damn rules? Oh my Steve said I misunderstood, so now I guess he deleted his other uh, post. What are we doing? Why can't y'all just? Why can't we just have a fair game here, guys? <laughs> Everybody these days has to cheat and skirt around the rules and not pay attention and not listen. My goodness gracious! All right, anyway, Steelers second and four. I don't know what we're gonna do now. First person to call. No, y'all, man. How about the first person to follow me on Twitter? Because Pyre Radio doesn't even follow me on Twitter, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> wow, that is pretty low. Shirley, can you rectify God. that real quick, please? Can you please follow uh, Alex? He's done a great job. I, I thought it was like misremembering. I, I went home last night and double-checked. Pyre Radio is not following me on Twitter. Well, Pyre Radio is like a, a building, and. Uh, it's not a person it's a brand <laughs> this is a brand <laughs> all right alex you, your first day was last monday right correct don't yeah. it feel like he's been here for like three months i know it does feel that way he's running the show he's uh, been a part of the show 
he's doing the job uh andrew said 24 at 320 i saw that andrew i mean i'll i'll give it to you i guess i guess i'll give it to you instead you are following me yes we are following you see look it says following yeah now it does it's just like these well answers. i don't know who did it because <laughs> like i looked it up. up maybe it was big dog maybe yeah. big dog jumped the gun and got it before i had a chance to fix it uh let's see buffalo up 21 nothing all right jason uh appreciate you joining us man what's uh we'll, we'll talk about your next move when it happens but okay. we're wishing you the best of luck I appreciate uh it. with that uh quick early look at next week so not all the playoff uh games are set yet but we do know that we get texans ravens packers niners what road team what underdog has the best chance to win out of those Give them to me again. Texans at Baltimore Mm -hmm. and Packers at Niners. God, I don't (laughs) think either one of those got a chance. Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Texans Uh, if I go with anybody. That that kid's been playing well down there. The Niners seem like they are they're the team this year. I don't know. I feel that way. All right, as we wrap it up, we're stuck on twenty one. Clip, you guys are a bit behind. The Steelers just scored a touchdown. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So, well. it is 28. Oh, wow. No, no, no. 21-7. Yeah. Uh, excuse well, me. 21-6. Yeah, so the, the total uh, score. Yeah. So, did they kick the extra point? Snap, yeah, hold, the, kick. Good. good. All right. So, so 28. 28. So, that means Emmanuel with his 31 wins, right? It is. We got yeah, two winners. four away. Okay. Uh, is Patrick next closest? Twenty-eight. He's five away. No. Wait. What? Patrick has twenty-three. Okay. So that's five away. It might and, be Patrick and Emmanuel. No, Andrew did say twenty-four. We're giving that to him. We're gonna give it to him. Okay. All right, Andrew Hegwer and Patrick was Patrick on Facebook or YouTube? Patrick was on Facebook. Okay. Patrick Davis. Wait, 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 wait. Oh Did I not give you a manual? Didn't he have like 31 or something? Yeah, that's why I said a manual. He has 32. Okay, so he wins. A manual wins, yes. And Andrew wins. Correct. All right. Sorry, Patrick. You're out. A manual and Andrew. Brutal. Come pick up your tickets on Tuesday or Wednesday uh, for ECU men's basketball and lunch for two at tiebreakers we'll never have a contest at pirate radio ever again after today <laughs> oh we can do it we just gotta do it in a better we way we gotta clean it up jason thanks for joining us man i appreciate Good to it see you've been listening to the pirate radio podcast an exclusive presentation of pirate radio the voice of the pirate nation